Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. This is a prime time premium I am Rappaport stereo podcast coming from the warm sounding room tomb. That's right, I'm in my car. Listen, you hear that? I am in my car podcasting. Safety first. I am currently pulled over in a parking spot. I hope I don't get a ticket while I am podcasting. Um... But we're going to jump right into it. You guys know what it is. It's premium primetime podcasting for the best of the best. I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast fans. I don't have to say my name is Michael Rappaport. I don't have to say that I'm uh, Mr. New York. I don't have to say that I am the gringo man dingo. I don't have to say any of that because I feel like I'm speaking to la familia. My family. The best of the best fans. So, last night, the Lakers... Listen, let, 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 me, let me back up. Let me give a little context. Although I don't really need to give context because I just said I'm speaking to the best, best, best of the best fans. I'm a shit talker. I like a good laugh. So forth and so on. Um, last night, the Lakers uh, were playing the Washington Wizards. Two teams that are nowhere near making the playoffs. The Wizards season has been a bust uh, since John Wall got hurt. And the Lakers season, uh, we all know what happened with them. Uh Lance Stevenson, is Brooklyn in the house? Without a doubt. Coney Island's finest. Been a fan of his since he was busting LeBron's ass, going at him uh, when he was with the Pacers and so forth. Uh, Lance Stevenson made a little move 
which inevitably wound up uh, when the replay uh, came out. He stepped on Jeff Green. Jeff Green was defending him on the Washington Wizards. Jeff Green uh, got tripped up. Lance Stevenson made a little 15, 16-foot jump shot, and it appeared that Lance Stevenson had shaken and broken Jeff Green's ankle. And the entire Laker bench, before the shot even went in, running, dancing, laughing, fucking parading. Like one of the guys was like on the floor, like, I'm dead. You know, like, oh, I'm dead. Going completely fucking apeshit over this move. Now, like I said, it turned out that he did step on Jeff Green's ankle, uh, foot, and that's why he wound up getting tripped up. Whether he stepped on his foot or not. And this, this has nothing to do with the Lakers, LeBron, or any of them. The fact that NBA players are going through a big fucking to-do, laughing, ta- it's taunting. And I'm a taunter. But I'm not an NBA player. But it's essentially taunting because it wasn't like Lance Stevenson uh, made a great move. It wasn't like the Lakers uh, were cheering for Lance Stevenson's great move. He he made a little a little boom boom and then made a, a wide open 15 foot jump shot. They're laughing at the defender. And of course if this is junior high school, high school, AAU, the park, three on three with your friends, that may be one thing. Of course, uh, that's acceptable. That's part of basketball culture. But for that kind of shit to happen during an NBA game and JaVel McGee to me, I mean, and I'm fans of JaVel. Like, there's plenty of Laker, fan, Laker players that I'm fans of. For all these guys to make a big fucking to-do over a basic basket, I hope, I sincerely hope the NBA shuts this shit down in the offseason. I'm all for the team spirit. I'm all for the team camaraderie. I like when the teammates cheer on their other teammates, but there's got to be some fucking class. There's got to be... When does it end? During the same game last night versus the Wizards, LeBron James, I don't know why this was like all over the fucking news, sports news, shot an air ball. LeBron James... So if LeBron James shoots an air ball or any other player on the other team shoots an air ball, why doesn't the opponent start cheering, dancing, taunting, laughing? I'm dead. LeBron James shot an air ball. Oh, oh my God. LeBron James shot an air ball. Oh, my God. This isn't this the funniest thing ever? Or if another player uh, misses a shot... Oh, uh, with 10 seconds to go, instead of cheering the defense, just fucking laugh, make a big fucking celebration, run around the, the fucking the arena, run around Staples Center, run around Madison Square Garden, make a big fucking to-do for it. When, when will it stop? Because that's when it's going to go to. Imagine during the 90s when Allen Iverson, who would shake his defender all the time, Tim Hardaway, White Chocolate. Steve Nash, who would shake motherfuckers all the time. Imagine if if the benches cleared. They cleared the bench. They literally, every player got off the bench was fucking running around like fucking nine-year-olds at a, a YMCA game. Imagine if that happened when those guys played. Again, you know who I am. I'm a shit talker. I celebrate when, when, when other people fuck up. That's part of being a shit talker. I'm happy the Lakers didn't make the playoffs. 
You guys know who I am. I'm all for a good time. But but this is the NBA. When will it stop? Like, at what point does it stop? These guys made fools of themselves. This isn't Rucker Park. This isn't Dykeman. You do all that shit at Dykeman. I mean, they made a bigger to-do than motherfuckers do at Dykeman over just a regular move. I'm not with it. I don't think it's dope. I just think it's disrespectful, and I think it's it's disrespectful to the NBA. For, for you know, like, I just think it's like setting a precedent. Motherfuckers, uh, especially kids, like, and they're like, oh, come on, they're having fun. Yo, he made the move. Okay, a little something. Yeah, cheer him on. But to fucking run around the goddamn gym, especially with the Lakers. And LeBron was doing it. They were all doing it. Kuzma was kind of the most low-key out of all of them. JaVel McGee got his feelings hurt when Shaq used to put him on Shaq in the Fool. Remember that? So I, I just think these bench celebrations are getting out of hand. It's not celebrating your player. It's celebrating uh, the other players, the teammates' uh, mistake. And I think at, at a certain point, yeah, LeBron James shoots an air ball. Fucking go nuts. Go crazy. Laugh it up. Laugh in his face. Another player shoots an air ball. Fucking, you know, hoot and holler. That, that's what it's going to turn into. Mark my fucking words. And I hope the NBA cracks down on it. I hope the fucking NBA cracks down on that shit. Some people on social media, you're old. Well, get the fuck out of here. That's nothing to do with age. Fucking get a hold of yourself. Act like you've been there before. Act like you've seen it before. Lakers, they're not even making the fucking playoffs. They're playing the Wizards who are not making the fucking playoffs. Speaking of the Lakers. The other day... On the last I Am Rapport Stereo podcast banger episode um, that dropped uh, Tuesday, yesterday, um, broke down big baller brand, Lonzo Ball, money's been stolen. Um, my sources, and this is true, I have sources, real sources. I asked my source, how much money do you think Lonzo Ball, and this is a really good source, how much money do you think Lonzo Ball turned down his rookie year instead of signing with Adidas, Nike, Under Armour, one of the big three shoe companies. How much money do you think he turned down to make, support, and create the big baller brand bullshit shoe? And my source, who's a very good source, said fit between 15 and $20 million. Lonzo Ball was so hot, no Bruno, when he was coming into the league, but there was so much hype, so much hysteria, so much expectations on Lonzo Ball, he turned down between 15 and $20 million to sign with one of the big three shoe contracts to go with a sneaker company that his father pushed on him that inevitably one of the partners at the Big Baller brand wind up stealing $1.5 million in cash, which we all know is $3 million, close to $3 million. So it's it's he stole the $1.5 million after Lonzo Ball paid the taxes on the money. And now Lonzo Ball covered his Big Baller brand tattoo. He had a BBB on his arm. Because you, 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 like, you, we didn't know that you were down with BBB. Like, that wasn't your entire fucking 
everything we knew about you was this fucking bullshit sneaker company. And now it looks like it really is the end of the big baller brand, quote unquote, dynasty, because Lonzo Ball has covered his triple Bs with three dice. Well, you rolled the dice with big baller brand, you fuck you, and you came up with nothing, nilch, and you got three million dollars stolen from you. Listen, I feel bad for him. I feel bad for anybody who gets cheated out of their money. He's made a fiasco of himself. He's going to get traded by the Lakers, I think. I think, unless they say to him, yo, yo, your father's not allowed in Staples Center. He's not allowed guest passes. If he wants to come see you play, he has to pay like everybody else. Because the last time he was talking, remember he was on Fox Sports, he was talking, he was saying this and that and magic. I mean, at that point, it looked like he was going to be traded. I still think they should trade him. I think uh, uh, for his own sake, get rid of him. Fucking trade him. You could get somebody good for Lonzo Ball. Please, if the Lakers trade him, figure out a way to send him to a cold weather city. Just to break his fucking balls. Um, But the big baller, I wonder will that be a documentary someday? I I think inevitably it will. And probably LeVar Ball will, will produce it. He'll make more money off his kid. Guy's a fucking con artist, man. Guy A, he's like, oh, he's the dad of the year. Uh, You were out there for yourself. And inevitably, you weren't. I've said inevitably, I think, three times this podcast. You weren't looking after Zoe and your boy and your kids. You weren't protecting him. You set him up with bad fucking people. The end of Big Baller Brand. It's a sad day. It's a sad, sad day. I am Rappaport Podcast. Another sad, sad day. I didn't mention this the other day. Listen, I hate to see him go. He he drove me crazy. Um, I never hated him. Yeah, ha- I don't think anybody hated him. Rob Gronkowski, the fucking Gronk has officially announced his retirement from the NFL. And it'll be a loss. It'll be a loss having him in the league. The motherfucker gave it as good as he could take it. You know, it's well documented how I feel about Tom Brady. Couldn't stand Tom Brady. Can't stand Tom Brady. Respect him. Best quarterback ever. It'll be sad when Tom Brady goes. It'll be sad when Bill Belichick goes. It'll be sad when the Patriots suck again. I will celebrate when they struggle once again. As I said, one of the great Jews of all time, Julian Edelman, softened me up. I used to, I used to despise that little fucker. Okay? Hated him, hated Danny Amendola, hated the whole bunch. But the two people I hated the most were Tom Brady and Julian Edelman. Never hated Gronk. How could you hate fucking Gronk? Uh, he had fun. He talked shit. He was respectful. And literally, he gave it as good as he took it. Decimated by injuries. Nine seasons, but he missed a total of up to uh, the equivalent of two seasons. So essentially, Rob Gronkowski only played full NFL Seven seasons. Seven seasons of full NFL football. And what a fucking impact. 
I mean, the guy, listen, he needs no introduction. His resume speaks for himself, speaks for itself. Um, it'll be it'll be <clears throat> sad to see him out of the league, but I mean, the injuries after the injuries and the back injuries and neck injuries and broken forearms and knees and I I, I wish him luck. He'll he'll have you know he could do whatever he wants. He's so fucking loved. I mean, talk about an ape. Talk about a family of apes. But talk about being the king of the Gronkowski apes. I think there's like 19 brothers. Um, and and they're all they all look like they fucking bang their head against walls growing up. And like drinking quarts of milk and then fighting over quarts of milk. They're just monkeys. The Gronkowskis. But he 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 was the biggest, most successful, uh, talented ape. And I'll bet you they there's offspring. You know, one of the brothers will have like seven kids. They'll be making it in. The, they'll be like the Wayans of the NFL. Mark my words. Mark my fucking words. This is not the last of the Gronkowski tight ends, fullbacks linebackers, who the fuck knows what they, your tight ends. There'll be more Gronkowskis in the, uh, in the in the years to come because they come from a family of, I think, six boys. You know, and I'm sure one of them will make like five kids. Trust me. I'm telling you, they're going to be like the fucking Wayans brothers of sports. They'll have a couple of guys in, the, in, in Major League Baseball, maybe a couple, two, three uh, basketball players, maybe a hockey player. You know, they're up there in Buffalo or Rochester, New York. I think they're from. They like playing hockey. They'll have a couple of them playing for like the Toronto Maple Leafs, a couple of Philadelphia Flyers, shit like that. Uh, so great career. Sad to see him go. I'm sure that that ain't somebody you could plug and play. I mean, the, the Patriots will wind up getting another uh, couple of tight ends that can do a quarter of the things, a quarter of the time that uh, Rob Gronkowski did. Um, but you ain't going to replace him. That ain't plug and play. That guy is special and unique and made big catches at big times and just a fucking bruiser. So uh, the end of uh, Rob Gronkowski uh, in the NFL. Um, Jordy Nelson uh, retired. Who, you know, Jordy, Jordy hasn't been rocking for the last few years. So I think we forget how great he was uh, for, a, for a good period of time. He retired. He announced his retirement. He's never been the same since he had that injury. Um, and what else is going on in football? Um, it, it, yo, football's going to come quick. I, I know that, uh, you know, it, it's off season, but we're heading into April. April's literally around the corner. Uh, it's the 27th. Boom. We're going to be four months in soon, uh, and then it's 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 May, June, July. Not that you guys don't know the months, but then we start prepping for fantasy football, and, and before you know it, we're back in the NFL. Uh, speaking of retirement, Conor McGregor announced his retirement from the UFC. Um, I don't buy it. Um, about four or five hours after, there was an alleged sexual assault or sexual uh, um, sexual violation announced on Conor McGregor in Ireland not in the United States, in Ireland uh, they said they're investigating for some sort of sexual assault Conor McGregor went on his Twitter uh, or his social media platforms and announced his retirement from UFC, I don't buy it that's that whiskey and possibly that booger sugar talking. That was the booger sugar tweeting. 
Um, Conor McGregor is not done fighting in the UFC. Uh, I don't think he has as much money as he thinks. Again, that's that booger sugar. Um, but he announced his retirement. Mark my words, this will not be the end of Conor McGregor as a UFC fighter. Um, as much as I'd like to break his balls, um, I would hate to see Conor McGregor uh, not fight anymore because he brings a lot of excitement. Uh, he talks a lot of shit. The best promoter in UFC history. One of the best promoters in sports history. Up there with the great Muhammad Ali, Floyd Mayweather. Uh, and some of the other great shit talkers in sports. Although uh, this would be a third tap out. Huh. Yes, if he retires this early, this will be yet another tap out for Conor McGregor. Of course, he tapped out against the great Nate Diaz and then Khabib tapped out against him. And this would be a final tap out from UFC. But I do not buy it. Shout out to that good old well cut Booger Sugar. Podcast. So unless you've been living under a rock, Juicy Jesse Som Lay. Juicy fucking Jesse out of nowhere. Out of nowhere got all 15 charges dropped against him yesterday. It shocked me. It shocked Kamala Harris. It shocked the mayor of Chicago, Rahm Emanuel. It shocked the police chief of Chicago. Everybody is baffled, confused. The most astute, well-educated, well-informed experts are like, what the fuck just happened? No one really knows why. The Netflix documentary is already being done. Mark my word. Somebody is already cooking up a Netflix Documentary on the Juicy Jesse Somle craziness. Of course, Juicy Jesse Somle, who call, calls himself a crusader, uh, made a public statement yesterday. Uh, Miles Jordan, play a little bit of his public statement. First of all, I want to thank my family, my friends, the incredible people of Chicago and all over the country and the world who have prayed for me, who have supported me who've shown me so much love. No one will ever know how much that has meant to me, and I will forever be grateful. I want you to know that not for a moment was it in vain. I've been truthful and consistent on every single level since day one. I would not be my mother's son if I was capable of one drop of what I've been accused of. This has been an incredibly difficult time, honestly one of the worst of my entire life. But I am a man of faith, and I'm a man that has knowledge of my history, and I would not bring my family, our lives, or the movement through a fire like this. I just wouldn't. Um, we didn't play the whole public statement because I don't want anybody to fall asleep because uh, this guy's not as charismatic as he thinks. Um, he didn't say, now that the charges have been dropped against me, I will continue to search. I will continue to crusade. I will continue to fight to find and bring my attackers to justice. He didn't mention that. So inevitably, in downtown Chicago, right now, there are two MAGA-loving, racist, homophobic people who are so about that life. They will attack a guy who's on a TV show, plan it out, pour bleach on him, 
kick him, punch him, put a noose around his neck. Listen, I know there are listeners of the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast in Chicago. I hope you guys sleep well at night. I'd be afraid to walk the streets of Chicago knowing that there are two MAGA-loving crazies out there. These are crazy people. Talk about sick fucks of the week. Juicy Jesse Somley didn't mention. Now it is time to really bring my attackers to justice. I have been honest. I have been forthcoming. I didn't make up anything. Justice has been served. But no, I will not sleep. I will not stop until my attackers are brought to justice. You didn't bring that up, Juicy Jesse, because... Just like Dick Stain, Donald Trump committed crimes. In my gut, I feel like he colluded with Russia. But if you if you can't if you can't convict him, you gotta dust yourself off. For some reason, although Juicy Jesse, uh, a uh, what do they call it? A uh, a fuck a court uh, a court. Uh, they had enough evidence to bring him to trial. I can't remember. You know what I'm talking about. But in general, hey, listen, I used to steal gum. I used to steal sushi from a supermarket right here in Tower, right here in Los Angeles on Sunset Boulevard. I used to go into Tower Records, the old Tower Records that doesn't exist anymore. I used to steal cassettes. I used to steal to steal um, fucking CDs. Got busted one time. Okay, I got busted stealing sushi from a supermarket in Los Angeles. Okay, one time they called the cops. Another time they didn't. Sometimes they didn't catch me. When I was young, there was a, a store. It was like a, 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 a Rite Aid type of store on my block. It was called Lampstons. It's like a convenience store, like a drug store. They had, it had everything. I'd go in there with my friends. We'd steal shit all the time. Didn't get caught. Juicy Jesse Somley, they couldn't convict him. Doesn't mean he didn't do it. He fucking did it. He knows he's guilty. Everybody knows he's fucking Guilty. Everybody knows that Dick Stain Donald Trump did some foul, questionable shit with the Russians. They just couldn't convict him. Doesn't mean you didn't do it. This fucking guy, Juicy Jesse Somley, you didn't mention the attackers. I feel bad for my people out in Chicago. Be safe out there. You never know when those guys are going to come out of the dark shadows and go after another gay, black, Jewish, or even straight anti-Trump person. Be safe out there. And Juicy Jesse Somley, listen, my man, you're a lying fuck. Okay? You know you're full of shit. I don't know if they're going to have him back on Empire. How could you look at this guy with a straight fucking face? And, and the reality of it is, with Juicy Jesse Somley, he's not a good actor. He's a good-looking guy who got a part on a show that is crazy successful. He's not a good actor. He's a decent actor at best. Will he work as an actor again? Yes. Will he work as an actor again right away? I don't know. I have no fucking clue. I'm sure he'll get a fucking job. People will hire him for some bullshit shows. Bullshit guest spots on TV shows. He'll he'll continue doing his bullshit concerts. Singing his bullshit music. But Juicy Jesse Somley... This ain't the fucking end. The feds, the FBI is still investigating him. And if you drive around Chicago and you're fucking in a 35 mile per hour speed zone and you go 37 miles per hour, the cops are going to be on your lying 
fucking ass. I would be very fucking careful walking around Chicago if I was Juicy Jesse Somle. This is not the end. His documentary will be on Netflix around this time next year. Mark my words. I am Rappaport Podcast. What else? As you can hear the the, my, the engine in my car, I'm actually driving now. Safety first. One hand on the wheel. One hand on the golden mic of the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast. Um, one thing I forgot with the, the with the Laker laughing and the taunting. And again, this isn't Lakers. There's any fucking team that makes a big fucking deal over a nothing play at a nothing part of the game. The day after the game, hours after the game, LeBron James posts pictures of uh, of the Lance Stevenson play. Lance Stevenson posts pictures of the play. I can't believe that this is what the NBA has come to. Le- leave that to the bloggers. Leave that to me. Leave that to, to, to the fans. Leave that to ball is life. The, these guys are, I just don't get this shit. And again, this is, it just happened to be Lance Stevenson and it just happened to be LeBron James and the Lakers. I'm not like a traditional long-term Laker hater. And the fact that I even have to explain myself about this is, is why am I even explaining myself? I fuck with Magic Johnson. I love Magic Johnson. Um, it just, this, this is just who it happens to be, making a big to-do over nothing. But the, these guys are now posting the shit on their Instagram pages, pictures of the move. Jeff Green, the guy who was defending him, he confirmed. Yes, he stepped on my foot. But if you gotta want, if you want to run with it, run with it. Shit's just real fucking corny, real fucking corny from the NBA players. College players can't do that because the coaches will be like, "Yo, you're running 970 suicides. Sit the fuck down." You would never be able to do that in college. And you shouldn't, you shouldn't be so excited about it in the NBA. I get it from high school, like the, I get it from uh, every other form, but the NBA? Bitch, please. Uh, finally, uh, I want to give a shout out to Brooklyn Duo, Brooklyn MCs, uh, Smith and Wesson, uh, part of the boot camp clique. Uh, they put out a dope record. I might have mentioned it, uh, but it's fucking good. Um, it's Boom Bap. It's uh, definitely, in my opinion, the best Smith & Wesson record top to bottom in a while. Um, I highly recommend you check it out wherever you check out your music. Uh, the All by Smith & Wesson um, is a dope record, well-produced, uh, good, banging, boom-bap, Brooklyn hip-hop. Miles, take me out of this primetime premium podcast with a little Smith & and Wesson, uh, their song, my favorite song off the record is, is the single they put out called Let It Go. My name is Michael Rapport, a.k.a. The Gringo Mandingo. We will be back Friday or Thursday night, depending on when we get it done, uh, with another banging, booming, big body I Am Rapport stereo podcast. You are listening to the sounds of Smith and Wesson, Let It Go. Uh, I'm done. I'm out. Yo, thank you so much for rocking with the best. I appreciate it. You motherfuckers, all the fans, all the listeners of the I Am Rap Poor Stereo Podcast, you are 
the best in the business. No click farms. We don't do that. We don't get down like that. I'm out. I'm a king. Boot for stage on my square like a fighter in the ring. Tyson was price on Mike Mayweather. These rappers is nice. I write weight better. Pound for pound. Lines are nines. Round for round. Style profound. Spark the loud sound surround. How can I move the crowd? First of all, no rats or snakes allowed. The lock and blow, nobody body parts are found. Not near, not a talking foul when guards around. Snatch your heart out your chest. Now that's a jack move. You cowards lack of respect, and that's a fact proof. Let stones throw, fam. Recognize you fucking with some grown ass mans. Smith and Wesson, the brand of the weapon in hand. Killer jam, my condolence like it's death in the fam. Let it go. Let it go, it was wreck time Show some respect when you address mine Stepwise, this guy's a Columbia neckties Let it go Let it go Let it go, let it go